Welcome to the Taxol Podcast, where Taxol investing is made easy. My name is Casey Denman. I'm a Taxol veteran. I am the author of the Taxol Playbook. I'm the founder of the Taxol Academy. I'm the leading Taxol expert and trainer, and I am your host right here on the Taxol Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast episode. As always, at the conclusion of this podcast, if you are looking to learn more about investing in tax faulty real estate, including getting access to the leading tax sell investment training program, our comprehensive step-by-step training program, who many students have taken from zero real estate experience to tax sell success, you can join the academy by going to taxsellacademy.com and clicking on join. All right, guys, on today's episode, we're going to discuss a great way to fund your tax sell investments in the event that you don't have the required capital or possibly Maybe you're just looking to inject additional capital in order to grow your business faster. We're talking about partnering with others. Simply put, you're going to be using their money, perhaps combined with some of your own, to buy and sell properties. That's a pretty simple process. Now, what we're about to discuss in today's episode is just kind of a brief overview. Obviously, we go into a lot more detail on this inside the academy. Okay, so you're looking for an investor and you're looking for an investor that has capital. Simply put, somebody that has money and is willing to loan it to you. The most obvious examples are going to be your family members, of course. From there, check with close friends. From there, check with friends that maybe aren't that close, but who might consider it. And then even consider getting some referrals from other people about who they think might loan you some money. Here's the deal. The less experience you have, the closer that investor will likely need to be on a personal level with you. Every single person is different. So I can't sit here and provide a list of potential partners because your potential partners are a lot different from my potential partners. In short, if you ask enough people, however, I guarantee you, you're eventually going to get a yes. Now, obviously, there are very, very strategic ways to do this. So let's talk about that for a minute. How do you ask people for their money? First off, You must understand the process of borrowing money. An investor who is willing to loan you money will want to make sure that their investment is going to be safe. That means they must have trust in your abilities. And as a new investor, you don't have a track record. So they're already taking a bit of a risk. And now it's up to you to minimize that risk as much as possible. My suggestion is to become as close as an expert as possible in this business, not only in tax sell investing, but also in the real estate in the area that you're investing in. If they can't invest in somebody who has loads of experience to prove that their investment will be safe, instead, utilize your knowledge. Explain to them that you have so much knowledge that their investment will be safe. You see, this is the first step that so many people just want to overlook. They just want people to give them money to invest, with no knowledge, no experience. Let's think about that for a minute. So many people have zero experience and virtually no knowledge, and they complain because people won't loan them money. What? Of course, you're not gonna find an investor then. Instead of being lazy, become an expert, right? If you can't get experience anywhere else, become an expert. You should be able to tell them the exact amount that the properties in the area are selling for, the expenses, the margins. You should be able to quote off a dozen or more recent examples of earnings from other investors that are similar to the ones that you hope to see as well. You should know all this stuff. Again, become an expert. What might also help 
is for you to actually kind of partner with them. Teach them everything that you know. Make them feel at ease. Help them learn so you can both be in this together. And even if you're doing all the actual work, at least let them know what exactly you're planning to do. Show them the path, of course, if they're interested in it. Work through the process with them. Explain it in detail. Show them the previous deals from A to Z. Demonstrate those returns and demonstrate that you have the knowledge to be successful. Along with that, I want you to also be ultra conservative. You should be more concerned about losing somebody else's money than losing your own money. That's right. If you're more concerned about their money than your own money, the odds are you're going to be very conservative. Don't risk anything just because it isn't your money. That's foolish. It's inconsiderate, and it's a great way to put yourself out of this business and every other business. All right, so once you found a partner that you're willing to invest with and is willing to invest with you, then the next step is to determine where the money will be utilized and how exactly you'll split the proceeds. And I really want you to take the time to invest in this step. This is a very, very important step. It might not seem like it at the beginning. You know, you just want that check. You want to cash that check and start moving forward. But this is the most important step. You need to determine exactly how that money is going to be utilized and where the proceeds will go to after you get a return on that money. Don't just accept somebody's money and tell them that you're going to bring them back what they loaned you and plus a little bit more. Instead, lay out all the exact types of tax deeds or tax liens that you're interested in investing in. Show them what the estimated returns should be and make sure they agree to it. And of course, be conservative. Put in all the timelines, put in everything. And then when you bring them a deal, if they aren't directly involved with it, it should meet those guidelines to a T. All right, so you've done all this work and you've made some money. Now, how do you split it, right? So many new investors want to ask this question. Well, when do I get my money? When do I get paid? They think it's so important. And of course it is, but you need to understand that someone who is loaning you money, even though you don't have experience, is investing not only their money, but they're investing a lot of risk. And that risk is worth a decent percentage of the profits. Sure. If they'll loan you the money for nominal rates, that's fantastic. Go ahead and move forward with it. But what I often see is that the people that fund the transactions will receive lopsided payouts. For example, the capital investors, the funders, the ones with the money, they'll receive perhaps 70% of the profits, while the person who is doing all the legwork will receive the other 30%. And some of the people that do the legwork, some of the tax sale investors don't like this, but think about it. They're only risking their time not their money. So even if the split is 90-10, where 10% comes to the new tax sell investor and 90% goes back to the person who funded the transaction, if that's the only way it can work, then go for it. It gets you started. The goal, obviously, is to do enough of these transactions where you keep stacking money away and you eventually you can do one of your own deals where you own 100% of it and then another and another and another. With that said, you'll eventually get to the point where the returns are perhaps lopsided in your favor. So instead of giving away 90% of the profits, you might one day reach the point where your skill level, where you have proof and you have experience that you know what you're doing, reaches the point where you have other investors, people that want to fund your transactions, people begging to give you money, and guess what? They'll do it 
and they'll oftentimes accept less than half the proceeds. So maybe you'll collect 60% of the profits on zero dollars that you have invested yourself. This happens every single day. Just understand, you have to start small and eventually work your way up. It's a long-term play. The last point I wanna address with you is that whomever you decide to partner with, even if it's the closest family member to you, put everything in writing. I know this can actually be difficult for some people because they don't want to offend anybody, and I get that. I believe in a handshake of a deal more than anyone, right? I've been involved in multi-million dollar deals with just a handshake before, and that's fine until something goes wrong. So what I always tell everybody is I wanna put this in writing just so we can remember what we said because eventually something will go wrong. I can promise you that. But more often than not, it's not something major like stolen money or fraud or anything crazy, right? It's often a misunderstanding or a miscommunication of sorts. And this happens a lot. You're thinking that you agreed to one thing and they think that you agreed on something else. For example, that the profit split should be 60% to you and 40% to them and they heard it the other way around. Or maybe there's an issue with the time frame that was agreed upon. Whatever it is, put everything down in writing. And I also include some sort of termination date in this agreement. And this isn't popular amongst a lot of people, but I really suggest that every agreement has some sort of termination, some sort of stopping point. Because if you promise 40% returns, but the investor is only receiving 5% returns, in your mind, perhaps, they're still making money. But in their mind, they're losing 35% from what was promised. So, And then you get into a he said, she said, bitter type situation. So always include a stopping point. What you can do is at this stopping point, it gives both of you guys, if everything's not working out correctly, a way to exit that agreement without making it too awkward. If everything does work well, however, then you just simply amend the agreement and push back that termination date. And of course, this agreement probably should be written up by an attorney. You can probably get one written up for just a couple hundred bucks. It'll definitely be well worth it in the long run. I can promise you the fastest way to sever relationships with friends or family is to mess with somebody else's money. So hopefully this has helped you to give you some insight on working with a partner. It can be an extremely beneficial way to get started, but you must approach it correctly. Please don't start asking for money without knowledge or experience. And please don't go invest that money recklessly. Do everything the correct way and it'll pay off big time in the long run. And the last note, as a reminder that if you ask enough people, you'll eventually find somebody willing to invest. If you can't find anyone, then look in the mirror and ask yourself if you're really knowledgeable enough and if you're marketing the opportunity properly. Hopefully this has helped you out today. Obviously, this is just a very brief overview of a much more complicated topic. When you're ready to help me fill in the gaps for you, I highly suggest picking up the tax sale playbook. The book itself is free, just cover the shipping cost. And of course, if you want to learn the most comprehensive step-by-step -step training system that is offered for investing in tax liens and tax deeds, head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com, click on join, become a member of the TaxSell Academy, and I cannot wait to see you inside. That's it for today's podcast, guys. I really hope you found this episode helpful. Guys, we are so thankful for each and every one of you who have taken the time to listen to today's podcast episode, and we're also thankful that you are taking the time for you and your family to properly learn how to invest in tax-defaulted real estate. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please take a few seconds out of your day to leave us a positive comment and also a five-star rating on whatever platform that you're listening to us on. We read each and every one of them, and we are so thankful for you guys who have done so already. Hey, take care and make it a successful day. Bye-bye.